0: Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by the law office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal service for over 26 years. We're a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter you may have for a reasonable fee. If you're involved in a car accident, starting a business planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at law at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the law office of Douglas Viviani at law at aol.com. What are you looking at? Gremlins. Don't look. He's not there now. He jumps away whenever anyone might see him.
1: That was William Shatner. This is Douglas Viviani with David Cohen, and you are listening to Everything Old is New Again. Tonight we are going to be exploring zombies and the walking dead, and why do we still have a fascination after 252 movies and 132 video games? Why are we still fascinated with this genre? I'm also going to take a a challenge here, and I'm going to challenge... Uh, anyone listening, including Dave, uh, to explain why I played William Shatner and why I believe William Shatner is the father of all of the zombie genre. But we'll get back to that another time. Dave, I'm I'm here with David Cohen, and, and he's making a face, as I know that he's not so happy, uh, with the current state of zombies
0: and the history of zombies, I think. Well, I'm curious about the William Shatner tie-in, too. I don't quite oh, get that Oh, that's what one, the face but, was for. Uh, yeah. You. I mean, it, I don't mind you tying Star Trek into every episode we do, but it, it's fun. I mean, I'd like, I'm interested to see how, how William Shatner ties it. I mean, he is, his performances were kind of zombie-like. But anyway, that's another story. Listen, the problem I have with <laughs> zombies, it, with zombie movies, is that I, I just don't get the whole premise of the zombie coming back from the undead. It's just not scientifically or medically plausible. These things come up. From the dead, there's no blood circulating, there's no beating heart, yet somehow they come to life. And, and it's not only that, it's just that all the zombie movies, as you know, prior to, uh, prior to Walking Dead, of which you and I are big fans, um, are mostly about... The gore and the blood and the eating of people, and and, and to me, that's not what's interesting about zombies. So, so that's my take right. on, on zombies in general. Do you, do you agree with me? I agree in some, and I, I, most of what you say, yes. I um,
1: started out as a fan of this uh, genre, big time, when I went to go see Night of the Living Dead, when I was 16 years old with my dad, my brother, and a, a friend of ours. Um, so let's just let, let do a, a little bit of a history of where this all came from, because the rules you're talking about here have changed a little bit on the world of Zombie Land, if you will. And Night of the Living Dead, to me, created all of and established the beginning of all the, the genre. Night of the living dead, the dead who live on living flesh, the dead, whose haunted souls hunt the living, the living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that was a big move. That started pretty much the whole zombie thing. That's kind of taken off since then. It did, and I it, it's I don't know when you first saw it. It came out in '71
1: on in in Chiller Theater on television. Of course, it was uh, created in the 60s and, and made the rounds then. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But my, my thought about this is not only um, was it horrifying and terrifying the idea of someone being held up uh, or a number of people being held up in a house battling against the, the odds of these huge number of zombies that are kind of attacking the house. But you're battling against the humans themselves. They even started that kind of a thing with the dad, if you remember, up against the single man, and then they, and they right. were battling each other.
0: Um, yeah. the, the humans couldn't even get along against this common enemy. Well, that's – and we'll get into it, and I think that's probably why we we, we and, and many other people like The Walking Dead, the TV series. But But that's true. There was some of that in The Night of the Living Dead. That's what I like about zombie movies because it's not necessarily what the zombie is. It's sort of, to me, symbolic of what it represents. It represents this soulless, you know, violence and 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 just you know triggers fear. Just the concept of it and does. I, I tell you when I when we I'm trying to make this short, but my fr- my father, my
1: brother, myself, and another friend went to see Night of Living Dead at twelve o'clock show in, in on Long Island <laughs> at midnight, at the watching hour exactly, right. and in the car ride on the way home at 1 30 in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning after that movie. All I could remember, all I could think about, all that went through my head was this.
0: They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it! You're ignorant.
1: Look, they're coming for you. Look, there comes one
0: of them now. Oh! No! I mean, just eerie. How scared were you? Were you, were you able to sleep that day? I
1: had to uh, sleep. I, my parents wouldn't let me sleep with them because I was too old. But I, I You tried up. to sleep with your parents? <laughs> I'm kidding, but it was that kind of a thing. I did not sleep all night running through that. And after the whole, I mean, everyone's seen this movie, we think, but maybe we, we shouldn't ruin the end, but I can't help it. But after all the trials and tribulations, at the, to have the what happened at the end of that movie, yeah, the, right. futilis- the futility of that just, it just, it sent me uh, down a, a bad path. Did and I've been waiting for that kind of a feeling, if you will, from a movie, just like Godzilla. Godzilla gave that feeling, a different kind of feeling, but I enjoyed that in the beginning as well. But again, we've not been able to create anything until maybe recently uh, that, over the years, that has replaced that or
0: achieved that that feeling. Did you sleep in a bed with your parents when you were much younger? Um, okay, we're gonna go into it. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> <I'm> gonna- <laughs>
1: <laughs> the um, what, what I could go that? a lot of what ways is, with that. I don't know what where is to go. this we're hearing. This is now a background to. We're <laughs> going to do a little trivia question. I love to give you a little bit of uh, an eerie sound. We could turn that up a little bit, Mike. That's going to run for, for uh, this whole thing because I want everyone to realize and understand that this movie was one of the big hits of the drive-in era for sure. But one thing that was pretty cool about it was that it was an independent movie made by a college student, George A. Romero, and. He made it for 114 million, 114,000, and it made 12 million in 1968.
0: Not a bad return.
1: It was amazing. The uh, one of the publicity stunts that they used was they hired a company to insure and give fifty thousand dollars worth of insurance to anyone that sees this movie that has a movie ticket to see this movie um, that dies of a heart attack during the
0: film. Wait, so you got fifty thousand dollars if you died of a heart attack? Yes. Okay. Well, your, your beneficiaries did. You obviously were dead, so... Either that
1: or your zombie corpse that came back to would come back to life. It would be a motivation to come back to life. To, yeah.
0: To, to, Wouldn't mind being be a zombie with 50K in my pocket.
1: <laughs> that house that they used was a house that was just about ready to be demolished. So they could do anything they want with that house. So they, they went on the cheap with that
0: so they they had the license just to destroy the house during the movie? That's exactly. pretty
1: cool. That's, That's great. Pretty, another way that they got I know Dave got some other interesting point of view that I think we did all the research on this.
0: You no. D- you did. No, you did all the research. You're just, you're just telling me what to say. I- I'll say it. I'll say it. Hold on. 200 extras were cast. And by the way, again, Doug does all his research courteous of Wikipedia, so of course it's all correct and accurate. It's all from my brain, Please. <laughs> How it got in there is irrelevant. <laughs> 200 extras were cast in the parts of townspeople and zombies. How did he get
1: 200 extras? That's a lot of people. Well, you say you're going to do a movie, you're in good shape. Uh, I just want to let you know that the father, the one in the basement, um, he did makeup, he did electro- uh, the electronic sound effects, he did uh, still So the still actor, photos. actually. The actor yeah, did he all did, did do- okay. double times. so much stuff. This film premiered in October 68 and was met with a standing ovation. Uh, let's move along. I just say that Oh, this I don't get to read anything. No, you're out. Oh, you didn't wow. take the cue q- properly. <laughs> 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 no, we just move along. We, we don't have much time. The, the idea is that this movie uh, established that there's going to be uh, the dead coming back to life, that they're going to be slow, that they're going to need to want to eat humans, that they don't talk. Um, there are other kinds of zombies that are out there um, you know, in Live and Let Die, 007 had zombies in the um, in the Haitian uh, folklore with, uh, with the voodoo religion. They, they had live people turn into zombies. Um, I don't know if, if, if that's something that you have a problem with because they were alive. I have a problem with live
0: people turning into zombies. Yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. That's my problem with it. <laughs> no, but I to me, it makes more sense if there's... Look, the, my whole thing with zombies is it, it plays on people's fears, and that's what I like about it, um, because... You know, that's th- this, this inherent evil that comes after you is really, really scary. And, and look, we're going through this whole Ebola thing right now. I mean, that's unfolding like some scary apocalyptic yeah, movie. Yeah, you're right. Um, and so it's how people react to each other uh, during well, this time. Uh, but there are other movies really... now
1: that were fantastic. Let's listen to another clip real quick.
0: Residents near the cemetery paid little
1: attention to the blast of thunder and the flash of lightning. But from the blast arose the moving figure of the dead old man.
0: I was cut off for Plan 9 from Out of Space I, I was bumped yes. I was bumped for the worst movie of all time
1: and that le- ties into our last show about or show a little couple shows ago about vampires to me uh, that show that movie was the worst movie ever made it was the last movie Bela Lugosi ever did and he was a zombie vampire in that movie though I need you to understand that um, other than that other than Night of the Living Dead until Walking Dead to me I don't think there was much what about uh, World this, War Z? That was that came out recently. That was really good. Not going for World War Z. Those those we'll get back down on the other side of the commercials, but No we won't because you're gonna cut me off again. Yeah, probably will.
0: Say live and let die. <laughs> This portion of Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're seeking to change your career, apply for a promotion, or are trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that's seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. Let them make sure you have a resume that will get you you notice send your resume or questions to resume dr inc at aol.com that's resume dr at aol.com
1: are you just going to stay here i don't know oh sweetheart listen to me no you listen to me this machine is predicting our future you think i could just walk away from it and we can't just walk away from listening to william shatner on <laughs> everything old is new again we are back by the way if you missed any portion of this show or any show in the past tune into our podcast everything old is new again biz and give us some feedback. Old is new again. No, it's not that. It's Old New Again at AOL.com. That's William Shatner. He was in the Twilight Zone in that episode. That was
0: the episode Nick of Time. So are you you're explaining now the Star Trek reference to to zombies? Well, I'm just
1: explaining. Yes, I want to okay. get to that uh, and right. I, but I do want to finish one point. World War Z, the where we have some time here, the so oh, now we have time.
0: Yes. Okay. Before we didn't, when I was talking.
1: <laughs> See how much time you
0: waste? I'm no. starting to understand. <laughs> World War Z. Those zombies are running
1: around like lunatics. They're, if they were in the Olympics, they'd win a gold medal for every competition there is. But when they were alive, they sat on the couch and ate you know, bonbons. How is it that these reanimated husks of... Humans that have been decaying over time can do things faster and better. No, but they than weren't. They
0: weren't. They were. Hu- they were living humans. And they. Did you see the movie? first I of saw all? the movie. I. I, no, I, I don't believe I, it.
1: I, so what, climbing <laughs> over this wall that's a hundred feet tall, on top of each other, alive, dead. I don't. They. What makes them more powerful
0: be, than a human being? Because it was a rabies kind of uh, virus that they were bitten with, or that that was transmitted to them. So they acted like. Animals. So animals usually travel in herds, wild animals. They, they can, when, when necessary, show super strength. I blame William
1: Shatner for all of this. This is Shatner's fault. And I'm going to tell you why. I, I don't fault. go for this at all, but it shan't. It's fault because in that episode of Nick of Time uh, in Twilight Zone, as well as 1963 Nightmare at Twenty Thousand Feet, where we saw the the uh, the gremlin on the wing of the plane, was so su- successful that the writer of those episodes wrote another 13 episodes for the Twilight Zone, and his name was Richard Matheson. Let's just hear a little something about an intro to that.
0: Probably run across these penny machines that tell your fortune. You put a penny in out comes a card. Only this particular machine is a little bit unique in that the fortunes that it tells happen to come true. A most intriguing tale called The Nick of Time by Mr. Richard Matheson.
1: That's my exhibit too. Richard Matheson uh, was a writer that wrote a novel in 1954 called I Am Legend and it wasn't produced, it was no movie was made of it It went nowhere until Shatner and Twilight Zone Made his work come alive in such a way That Hollywood, in this case actually was the Hollywood of, of Italy Made a movie called, are you ready? The Last Man on Earth Will the unbelievable
0: become real? A world of inanimate zombies by day Irresistible, horrifying attackers by night Can
1: a zombie woman's hunger for love Repopulate the earth? Oh, man. That movie was made in 1964, right after the two episodes I talked about of The Twilight Zone, because, again, Richard Matheson wrote them, and William Shatner performed in those prior episodes. So that, those, that's my case, that without Shatner, the, that movie would not have been made. If that movie would not have been made, Night of the Living Dead would not have been made, and there's a clear connection between those two movies, and George Romero talks about that. Bottom line, without Night of the Living Dead, there's no Walking Dead. Case closed.
0: Yes or no? Could have been anyone other than William Shatner acting there. Why did it have to be William Sh- It could have been any actor. But he, of course, but the fact is that he was the one,
1: his performance in The Twilight well, Zone the made writing. those episodes no, it, was the epi- it
0: was the writing of the episode. It was, he could have put your, anybody your in your that role. Your disdain
1: for zombies and the zombie <laughs> culture comes out through this whole show. Why do you hate zombies There's so no, much?
0: Let me hear it. No, the, I... <laughs> First of all, it's not disdain <laughs> to towards zombies. It's disdain to towards this ridiculous argument you're making that William Shatner is the father of zombies. I'm not making
1: it. I have proven it. Now we're moving <laughs> on because that argument is case. If I had a gavel, I would hit it right now. Uh, this case. Uh, we, we won that case.
0: Yeah. OK. But you don't so, like the
1: zombies because what? I mean, I understand that. Here's my thing. They're freshly dead there or not the freshly dead i understand being a little as you talked about where was he, a little more animated but most of them are coming up from the grave most of them as you see in walking dead or decaying how are they continuing to live they have no uh food uh, they're eating if you will humans for for what for decaying muscles that with decaying muscles that that are gonna what in other words they, they don't have a digestive system uh, how are they Surviving, I would argue that if you were to su- survive the zombie apocalypse for six months, all the zombies would be uh, disintegrated, and you can move on. There's no re- fear to me of these uh, zombies.
0: Right, unless they were living to begin with, like, like in World War Z.
1: Yeah, but even so, so but at some point, there's billions of them.
0: Right, what are they, they can gonna, reproduce. Oh, they can't. They, can they can't reproduce. farm.
1: They can't. Where are they, What are they going to eat?
0: I don't, uh, people. <laughs> They eat people.
1: Nobody left. What are they going to eat? They're going to you survive a little bit of time and you're done. I think the well, real but, Okay, ahead.
0: but I was going to say. So so that's really the issue I have with zombies in general is that first of all it's preposterous. Again, unless you're a living person and there's some virus to come back from the dead, I don't buy that. But to me it's it, it, again, it's more the movies and the tone that the movies have mm. taken, the slasher kind of Thing that, than anything. And to me, it's just the fear that it presents. That's the part I like. And that's Night of the Living Dead, Walking Dead. I, I like, and, and even World War Z. I like, I like those kind of movies where people interact with each other during an apocalypse. Right.
1: Uh, to me, I think what we need to do as far as the movies are concerned, we're not talking about Walking Dead right now. We'll get there. But right now, to me, the last movie that should be made for both genres is Vampires, Versus zombies, and this is how it would sound. Children of the night, what music they make.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come here. Your will is strong.
1: Dracules have a right to be proud. What devil or witch was ever so great as a dealer whose blood flows in these veins? <laughs> That's uh, uh, the battle between the zombies. And William Shatner? He uh, didn't get Shatner He wasn't in there? He has yeah. never played Dracula. But I heard him in there. So Dracula versus the zombies, or the vampires versus the zombies. Let's talk about that just for a second, because this is such the the bizarre topic to be talking about zombies and and why we like or don't like them because they don't exist. But if they did, certainly so would Dracula. Now, vampires... How do you make that leap? uh, What do you mean, certainly
0: so would Dracula? If you're going
1: to say that one exists, the others definitely (laughs) exist, please. So the idea is Dracula and vampires have all these powers and... The problem, you know, but and then, we'll but then, so
0: other all other monsters would exist also. So all it's right, not just I, vampires versus Dracula. Well
1: I only got the clips about the Dracula. I mean so vampires gonna, versus Yeah, I'm just Oh gonna, okay. Uh, so, sorry. so the idea is to me, vampires need souls, zombies right. don't have souls. Vampires need blood, zombies don't have blood. Zombies are not alive. Zombies are just gonna be relentless in their attack of the vampires. But vampires aren't, if you really think about the culture of vampires, when they die, they turn to dust when you destroy a vampire. So there's no flesh to eat there. So both of these, uh, if you will, genres of both of these beasts are going to be battling each other and get nothing from it. So they're both going to starve to death and that's the end of both genres. I think that would be the last movie. Mm -hmm. You don't go for it.
0: I, I really wasn't listening to the last part. I just kind of dozed off for a minute there. <laughs> well, so let's put it this zombies, way. W- what about the Zombies Rock Room? We didn't mention them once. Oh, Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. That Do you know that wasn't his last name? What was his last he cha- name? I, I forget. It's some like, innocuous normal name, but he changed it because he was a, a, a fan of the genre and actually went on to produce some zombie movies. Interesting. Did you know that? I did not know that. And I've okay. never seen them. <laughs> <laughs> and I know. One of them what starred I, William Shatner. All right, what I, stop, what I I'll do see. Stop with well, job. you know,
1: we can talk about Star Trek down the line if you want. But what I do <laughs> see, though, that I like now, after going through all this aggravation and angst from Night of the Living Dead to Plan Nine from Outer Space to World War Z and all these other movies, I at least think that we've come across something that is very worthwhile,
0: and that's The Walking Dead. Yes, absolutely. Just. It just It's Again, it's not so much about the zombies. It's, it's almo- really not. It's almost like,
1: I mean, you can almost look at it, uh, I know it sounds bizarre, but like a Cowboys and Indians movie, you, you have the interaction of the humans with an outside force, let's say the Indians, right. that are attacking, and and you've got to battle sure. that. Right. But it's it's the interaction with the people that's even more interesting uh, than the battle with the Indians, or the battle with the zombies, or the battle with uh, some disease, or whatever might be the outside force.
0: Right. And and also how you change as a person during the apocalypse. Exactly. Um, how would you change? We'll talk about that in the next episode of next. Everything Old is New Again. Uh, dot biz. Tune in.